What concert can you go to that only costs 45 cents? 50 cent featuring Nickelback. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are rising from recession. And our guest this week is putting the center of technology back into business. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're gonna learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Rick Kreiser, the owner of Carney's Business Technology Center. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, Michael. It's nice to be with you. For visioners who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? Well, my name is Rick Kreiser. I'm a owner and current president and founder, actually, of Carney's Business Technology Center in Bakersfield. And for visioners who don't know what you do, what is it that you do? Well, as a, as a name might imply, you know, business technology, we, we just do commercial networks, mm. which anything that really touches the wire, as we call it, right. although we work mostly with wireless, uh, anything that touches the wire is, could be our responsibility. So signal coming in, distributed to computer networks, printing and so forth, and then back out again. So it's really just trying to control an office environment. But you also have a lot of other services as well and that really benefit the business owner. What are some of those services that you offer? Well, a lot of things we've been doing for many years, and actually the business has returned. Not now, but we expect it to, and that's uh, in-person training. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you can learn from YouTube, mm -hmm. from, uh, you know, websites and so forth about learning. But and, and we have mastered that virtual learning experience down to our, <laughs> our preschoolers sure. this year. Uh, but there's something magic about having instructor-led training. Right. Uh, and so we, we've done that for many, many years and do have a facility here that's dedicated to that. Uh, we manage printers. We manage multifunction devices, copiers, we would call them. Uh, and, and all of the, really, the security around all of these appliances that we take for granted. Mm. So uh, that's what we do. And it's a full-time job. And it's a full-time job. And especially since the business community and the world, for that matter, is becoming so interconnected and the threats to proprietary information, even information that you as a small business owner may think is not all that important because it's just you, can be huge because there are prying eyes all around the world that would love to find out what it is you're doing. How right. do you help protect the business owner with their own information from getting into malicious hands? Well, quite honestly, Michael, um, the, the folks that are perpetrating these crimes, and that's call it, that's what it is. Sure, sure. You know, these aren't, you know, acne-faced kids in a mom's basement somewhere trying to hack into your network. Right. They only care about your data because you care about it. Mm. It isn't because there's something super secret. You know, you 
get somebody's iPhone, you can find all kinds of things about them right. that, you know, you didn't think that was a security appliance either. But it, protecting that is everything from, um, from the appliances that are required in front of the network, if you will, those firewalls, we would call them, and who hasn't heard about those lately, Right. Uh, to, you know, just good, solid principles of designing a network. Right. Because, you know, it, just because you can get lights at both ends of the wire doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of risk, you know, to that, uh, to that data going, transversing across a network and up to the mother internet. Sure. So uh, all of the things in there, but you know, the real thing about it, Michael, is mm. that just personal behavior, personal responsibility, right. use your head. Um, and, and that's what the art of the uh, infiltration is many times, is right through the great firewall of the human brain, right. giving folks permission to look at your stuff. Right, right. You now open you up that email with that attachment yeah. you shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, you visit a website. You, right. you, you just really what we used to consider innocuous, and, and that's the great fish hook here. Mm. Because if it used to be simple and safe, Right. We assume it is simple and safe. Right. Today, quite unfortunately, in my mind, you have to assume a breach mentality. Right. You have to assume it's going to happen right. uh, or has happened, and right. you just don't know it. So all of those things, you know, they're very different from some of the other activities that we perform, but those are really very, very important, right. and every business person on the planet should take it seriously. What have you learned from past recessions, notably the 2008 recession, that you're applying to this current recession we're in now? Well, I, I think uh, maybe the first thing is to stick to your plan. Mm. You know, in small business, plans are meant to be modified. Right. You know, in any business, really. Uh, but in small business, it's a bit sharper edge. Mm. You know, in, in, in a small business, at least mine, uh, you know, we don't have things like a charge against third quarter earnings. Right. You know, when things don't go well. Right. No, we find ways to find money. Right. And so I, I think the, the thing that I might suggest is to have those resources always ready. Right. Now, whether it's, you know, some of the funding that's come from the government recently, uh, that's, you know, been very helpful to a number of folks, have been a lifeline to most. Right. Um, you know, commercial financing, just make sure that you have your friends close. And, and to any degree that you can, always be prompt and honest and you pave that way before something becomes very necessary for your survival. That's what we learned. I mean, we've never been uh, particularly wealthy, but but you know, but we've we've always had sterling credit. Right. So if you can, if you can, you know, make sure that those relationships are in place because they're looking for folks just like you. Right. You know, that will make their commitments, that will continue to serve the clients, and with all the risk that it's associated with it. 
it's it's very possible. 2008 was very different, in my view, from mm. from today. Mm. Uh, not necessarily in uh, some of the repercussions that we're starting to see. And by the way, I'm not necessarily a, a glass half full guy or glass half empty. I just look at the glass and see how much is in it <laughs> <laughs> and deal with it. Sure, right. sure. Uh, but but I think we'll be living with this for for generations. Sure, sure. Um, but to the small business like mine, you know, there's relatively few things on earth that you can't buy from uh, an online source, right. including everything in my in my bag of tricks. Sure, but people aren't buying your bag of tricks. No, they're not, and, and haven't for years really, right. uh, because it's going to land on your doorstep. Now, that's the end of his responsibility. Right. So the beginning of the value chain is just, what do you do with it now? Right. How does it fit into your business? Is it the right product and so forth? So it's all of that consultation that is done by the engineers that we have. And, of course, by my son and myself and some of the other staff. So we've got to protect that. We've got to make sure that we find a way that they can survive with us. And that takes sometimes a real gutty commitment uh, because sometimes it affects you personally. Sometimes it affects you personally. And speaking of personally, if visioneers want to reach out and get in touch with you, how do they do that? Well, my name is Rick Kreiser. Just give us a call here at Carney's 661. My direct line is 431-1320. We're at 2001 West Wind Drive right here in heart of Bakersfield, California, 93301. And what's your website? Carneys.com. And how do you spell Carneys? C-A-R-N-E-Y-S. Dot com. Dot com. (laughs) (laughs) And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. Leave a comment here on YouTube. We love your comments. And when we come back, we're going to delve into the inner workings, the the philosophies, the the deep-seated ideas about what makes this business work. We'll come right back. (laughs) Any aim you have in any area of your life can be enhanced with better leadership and communication skills. And there is no better place to learn leadership and communication skills than your local Toastmasters Club. My name is Kirkland Tibbles, and I've been a Toastmaster for 42 years. And I'm here to tell you, the supportive and fun environment of Toastmasters is a great place to learn. Come join us, won't you? You won't regret it. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button, that's Toastmasters.org, and click on the Find a Club button today. We're here with Rick Kreiser, the owner of Carney's Business Technology Center, and our visioner question comes from Billy who asks, our business is beginning to pick up from COVID and I'm finding myself getting inundated with tasks. How do you separate the urgent distractions from the highest return opportunities? Uh, well, Billy, it's impossible. <laughs> but let me give you a couple of tips. Sure. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, information comes at us from everywhere. 
right you know from the folks that surround us if you're just you in a in a in a, a home-based business you know you're probably thinking about what can i do to improve the situation right. so you're focused on 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 one thing but then the distractions just naturally come in. It's an email, it's a this, it's, a, it's an interruption. Right. You know, um, it's a difficult thing to control. Mm. I'm really working at that, frankly. Mm. Uh, because, you know, when, when you're sort of in a small business, you're, you're king of the hill, right. um, a lot of the ants like to come to the top of the hill and, and ask for some advice now and then. Sure. So I think the major thing is if you've got a great team, and by the way, always have great people working with you. Right. The best you can find, keep them as long as you can if they are uh, assets to your business, um, if they serve your clients the way that you would want them to be served, uh, keep them as long as you can. And we've had some that have been here 20, 25 years, uh, besides myself sure. and sure. my family. Uh, but to, to the point of the urgent versus the important. Mm -hmm. Those are really the two things. You know, some things we just have to crank out. Right. But reserve some time, you know, by appointment, if you will, with yourself to get somewhere without the distractions. Shut off the email, shut off the web, unless you need those for whatever your task is. And just think and try and solve things, uh, whether it's uh, dispositioning something that you have to do, you have to read this contract, you have to do this, do it. Right. And, and just put it behind you because there's a sense of, uh, of, of real victory, you know, when you can put the check mark next to it. Right. And, and that it's done with thought, not mm. just cranked out. Right, right. You know, if it's a proposal for a new business, well, that may be your only shot. Right. That certainly needs to take priority. Right. If it's talking with somebody, give them your attention. And, and those are the things that I think would serve you well in personal relationships, in business certainly, uh, but just in life in general. Sure. Uh, so, uh, you know, for me, uh, sometimes it's just, well, I have a picture of it right here. Um, California was kind enough to put my backyard on the cover of <laughs> Very nice. Bakersfield Life with me and my, my, my late hound, Ubu. Right. Ubu the Wonder Dog. Well, that's where, that's my backyard and that is where I go to hang mm. when I need to think. And one of the other things about this, because you've got a very active business, a very busy business, and you are in a position that quite a few business owners are in, where, and you mentioned it before that your son works in the business. Yes. And for numerous business owners, this is an opportunity for a transition. They're using COVID as saying, this is the time I'm going to retire and I'm going to transition my business to my kids. How are you doing that here with Carney's so that the next generation of customers and employees, as well as your current customers and employees, uh, are comfortable with that transition? Well, that's a great question. And I will say this, no conversation about this company or my family would be complete without really describing that this has always been a family business. Mm. Now, let me speak to family businesses just for a moment. Right. They're not for everybody. Right. 
You know, they have some really sharp edges. They do. Uh, they have some wonderful, wonderful benefits that you would never get. And here's one. Mm. You know, watching your sons become men from 10 yards is not something everyone has the privilege of doing. And when you say 10 yards, it's because his it's office because is literally his, out the door 10 yards away. One of my boys has always been in that chair. Right. Uh, and. And that's, you know, that, that is a, such a privilege and blessing, you know, because sometimes that doesn't work, you know. Um, you have to know in a family business, in my mind, that rule number one is you don't bring it to the picnic. <laughs> you know, you yes. can have your sidebars, you can chit-chat, you can say, hey, we got to do this next week or right. whatever, but you don't bring the burdens. Right. You know, you don't try and mix that. Right. Again, uh, for folks like Billy, quite an art. Uh, <laughs> but the privilege part, you know, his, his brother Christopher, who we lost a couple of years ago, mm. um, you know, sat in that chair and I could just watch them. And Jeff was down the hall running the technicians. But we were all right here. Right. You know, so uh, when their grandpa passed in 95, uh, they just started assuming more, more uh, responsibility. But Michael, what a privilege it is. Never give it up. Never give it up. But I'm an old man. Right. And this business, the tenets of the business, of the practice of technology, if you can call it that. Right. You know, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> You know, <laughs> right. But but you know the the skill sets you do, that that you uh, develop over time technical skill sets um, it don't always transition to what's next. Right. The first is that Bakersfield, Kern County, is a relationship town. Right. Uh, without relationships, uh, we're 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 just a we're a vendor. Right. We're we're a, a vending machine with a. a with a store, right. you know. That's not what we started this for. So taking it to the next level or to the next generation just simply requires giving up some controls, which I've done for years. Yeah. Th those boys, uh, those men, um, you know, could run this business easily without me. Right. Jeff could run it without me. Um, but. You know, as, as I start to see my friends, my relationships for many years, begin to transition to the next phase in their life. Right. Uh, they are either turning it over to, maybe they're selling their business, maybe they've got family, uh, maybe they've got trusted employees that are going to take it and, and make decisions that impact us. So, you know, you, you can't always count on, you know, dad's pal you know, being there because not only is it really irrelevant, right? you know, except for the relationship, but because the wise business person knows that the next generation will need to survive on their own terms. Right. And to carry that business forward or whatever that plan is. So involving them in the community, involving them in community service, in all of the things, you know, the uh, belly to belly in this town is how it works. Right. But getting them 
on their own playing field with their own peers uh, to participate and be a part of the community is one of the absolute strongest things you could do. When we come back, if you're watching this episode, you've probably been asking yourself, what's with all that stuff that's behind Rick? And we're going to talk about that because it is of great value, of great wisdom, and great encouragement when we come right back. The reason we're here with Rick is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. You reached out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and wanted to find out about transitioning your business to the next generation. And so that's why we're here talking with Rick and learning about how to do just that. So keep your questions coming. We really appreciate them. Reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and let us know who you want to learn from, what you want to learn from, how you want to learn from it and give us a line. So let us know what you want on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram today. We're here with Rick Kreiser, the owner of Carney's Business Technology Center and our visionary question comes from Jennifer who asks, there are days when I want to bolt my office door shut and skeet shoot my phone. How and when do you find the time to get things done in peace and quiet? Well, first of all, Jennifer, do it. <laughs> Lock the door or skeet shoot the phone. Both. <laughs> Tremendously therapeutic. <laughs> Phones are cheap. <laughs> you know, uh, as I was sharing with the previous questioner, Visioneer, uh, uh, Billy, uh, it, it, you have to make an appointment with yourself. Right. You know, it can't always be done between eight and five. Rarely can it be done. Right. But if you can, you know, I like early morning. Mm. You know, I'm kind of an early riser and my wife is in the medical profession. And so, you know, she's seeing patients at seven o'clock and, and uh, I, it wasn't me uh, for a long, long time. I was a night owl. You know? uh, yeah. But I've changed, you know, maybe it's age. <laughs> uh, but I, I do like early mornings and I like silence. Mm. Uh, and kind of before the day starts. Mm. If you can get that kind of a leisure time, that's a time that works for me. Sure. But, but truly, you know, you have to hold some of your own rules sacrosanct. You have to be able to say, uh, I'm doing something right now that's very important. I'll be with you in an hour and a half. Right. Or whatever it, that window happens to be. Right, right. Uh, but, but if we don't have those times, then the days slip by. They slip into nights. We have our commitments there. We have family. We have other interests or whatever it is. But as a business person, you know, the business never sleeps. Right. You know, it can be closed. But the one thing about... Uh, thing that, that has, has always mystified some is that, you know, when, when you're thinking about business things and it is your entirety, this is what you do, this is how you employ people, this is right. how you serve the community, it never stops. Right. You just have to be able to channel it and be able to have some outlet that doesn't involve it. One of the things that I love about your office, and we're recording 
this episode in Rick's office is he has behind him a whole menagerie of <laughs> memorabilia and stuff that is, well, eclectic is the is the right I'd word. I'd go with that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And behind him, we've got a guitar, some amps, a saxophone, a picture of the Beatles crossing Abbey Road. We've got, you know, We've got a chef's hat. We've got a bottle of some kind of alcoholic beverage that I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what it is. But we've got all this kind of great stuff. And first of all, most offices don't have this. Why do you collect all this memorabilia? My dad was a history man. Mm. Uh, my dad was the kind of guy that uh, would would never ask you a question he didn't already know the answer to. Why do you ask the questions to which you already know the answer? <laughs> and there was no such thing as a yes or no answer from dad. Uh, he imparted in me a, a, a real sense of where you've been mm. and a sense of what those even before you, what path they chose. Mm. Uh, so behind me, as you can see, are a lot of books. Right. Some of these books are 100 years old. Right. This is just a portion of my dad's collection, which mm. was in our den uh, in College Heights uh, for as long as I can remember. I lived there till I was married, and it was, uh, it was our first real house. And Dad had bookshelf after bookshelf. There's a collection in here, Californiana. Uh, which is really just not about California, but it's there's a book in this bookcase for every state in the union. Mm. And they're just individually authored. Uh, and, and some of my great memories are, are with my dad. The, the love of music. Um, I still have my grandfather's uh, baby grand piano in my, in my music room. Uh, why do I play? Could it even be tuned? You know, it's 1906. Right. You know, it's it's probably not going to be a tunable instrument for very long. Right. But it, it's history. Right. Uh, and I can. Sure, <laughs> so, sure, exactly. So, you know, a lot of these things, that's my grandfather's um, uh, alto sax. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's just things that, you know, remind me. My dad was a, a, a real photography buff. And, uh, and my brother was a professional photographer for his, uh, uh, most of his life. Uh, and, and so I, you know, keep a good old two and a quarter square Roloflex up there and you just never know <laughs> no, what you, you can do know. with that. Right? Sure. No. So, you know, yeah, I'm just kind of corny in that way, Michael, but it, it, it grounds me in a, in a special way. One of the other things, and for visionaries who don't know this, uh, it, you are one of the founders and producers of Guitar Masters. Yeah, it's it. it yeah, it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and why Guitar Masters when you could have chosen a whole variety of other kinds of things to produce and have fun with? I was listening to a guitar player um, after my wife had passed that that we used to listen to together, and I was just surfing iTunes, that great library in the sky. This was back in um, 2011. Right. And, um, and, and so I was listening to a guy play some Beatles tunes, finger style, and I thought, I wonder if this guy does any touring. 
uh, you know, I wonder if I could go see them somewhere. Right. So, you know, four clicks of the mouse and you can see everything they've done in their entire life. Right. And it turns out that he's playing some pretty modest sized clubs and house concerts even down in the, down in the valley. Right. So uh, I thought, well, Russ and Julie's house concert. What's a house concert? Well, I guess it's a concert in a house. We show up there. Uh, and, and, you know, you're eating sushi on the lawn that you bought down the street. Seven o'clock, uh, the doors open, you put 20 bucks in the bowl and you grab a lawn chair or, or a, a folding chair and you sit and listen to this incredible musician. Right. Well, his name is Lawrence Juber. And uh, so during the break, I, I, I talked to Lawrence and I said, would, would you ever consider coming to Bakersfield? I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. And he said, well, sure. Here's, here's my agent's name. <laughs> wow, okay, well that was easy. Right. <laughs> and I, I realized that I couldn't get 50 people in my living room. Right. <laughs> I oh, couldn't darn. get 20 in my living room. Sure. So the economics were not gonna work out. Right. But that's the thing about a hobby. It's okay to have a hobby because you're not expecting to make money doing it. Uh, no. And, and, you know, did we want to at least break even? Sure. I mean, right. that's always a lot of fun. Right. Uh, it, we've, we've never been in it for the money. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing, that everybody senses that that's the case. Right. And, you know, when you, when you make your investment in presenting somebody, and instead of, you know, their, their contract might say, um, you know, a $20 uh, dinner buyout. Right. Well, why would I do that? Right. I'm going to take them down to Eurekios or Luigi's or Woolies or... Right. I'm going to show them the soul of Bakersfield. Right. Right. That's the, that's the benefit. I mean, I've had the pleasure of dining with lots of wonderful musicians. I don't, you know, bow at their feet. I just want them to know what a great town we live in. They perform and everybody loves it, and mission accomplished. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? That's a great question. You know, I, I think it's, it's out of, I, I do love this community. I really do love everything about it. And I know that we're making a difference. Mm. I know that we're making a difference and, and we're, we're assisting where they trust us. We're 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 able to get referrals, and and we're able to uh, to expand relationships really uh, over the years. And and the pleasure and privilege of doing that with people I truly like and love, my family, as well as you know trusted employees and clients. Uh, yeah, that's what gets my motor running. Mm. You know, uh, you know, it's it it'll it'll be time someday. You know, to completely hand over the reins, right? Uh, but it will be with a sense of pride that I think f relatively few people can have. If visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? I'm Rick Kreiser. I'm the president of Carney's, and I'd love to help you. Uh, I'm at six six one four three one one three two zero. That's my direct line. Bounces to myself or those of you keeping score. Uh, we're at 2001 West Wind Drive, Suite 1, downtown Bakersfield. Our website is carneys.com. It's C-A-R-N-E-Y-S dot com. It's C -A -R 
N-E-Y-S dot com. Rick, this has been a privilege. Thank you very much for inviting us here on Small Business Celebration to come and chat and talk with you. And I really enjoy our next conversation together. Well, the pleasure was all mine. Thanks for inviting me. And we'll have my final thoughts when we come right back. Any aim you have in any area of your life can be enhanced with better leadership and communication skills. And there is no better place to learn leadership and communication skills than your local Toastmasters Club. My name is Kirkland Tibbles, and I've been a Toastmaster for 42 years. And I'm here to tell you, the supportive and fun environment of Toastmasters is a great place to learn. Come join us, won't you? You won't regret it. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button. That's Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button today. The thing about technology is that it's made up of zeros and ones. Computers think either on or off. They think about how things are one way or another. But with humans and business, it is not necessarily binary. It's not nearly one way or always another. Sometimes there has to be a third option. And sometimes we get into that trap as business owners thinking that everything is one way or another when we need to think that there's a third way. After all, as business owners, we fall into one of two types of camps. We either the business owner that can extrapolate incomplete information from incomplete data, and the other. So look for a third option. Until next time, thank you for watching Small Business Celebration, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.